Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com slash iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Ever since Matt Drudge burst onto the national scene in the 1990s, he's remained a curious enigma. With his trademark fedora, his old-fashioned tabloid news style, and refusal to play by the so-called rules of journalism, he created an air of mystery around himself. But despite his status as an outsider, he was still a man about town. You'd see him at cocktail parties. He'd pop into green rooms and appear on C-SPAN. His appearances made news themselves. There he was posing for photos on the red carpet at the White House Correspondents' Dinner in Washington. His appearance at Tammy Haddad's garden brunch made a huge splash as she escorted him around the party, showing him off like a prize. But by 2008, when his site was humming with 20 million hits per day, Drudge stopped showing up in person. He ended his weekly radio show the year before. Other than his website updates, Drudge was simply starting to vanish. By the time he started posting pro-Donald Trump content in 2016, he was almost impossible to reach, making it harder and harder to understand where he was coming from. And people noticed. Gabriel Sherman, a writer for the New Republic at the time, called Drudge the underground man. Drudge, Sherman noted in 2009, has almost completely disappeared from public life. When Drudge showed his face at Hillary Clinton's concession speech in 2008, his mere presence was a news event in itself. After all, it was one of the only times he'd been seen in public that year. There was plenty of speculation floating around. According to Sherman, Rush Limbaugh had advised him to go dark. People who had been in touch with him over AOL Instant Messenger and email found that Drudge stopped responding to their messages. A friend of Drudge asked why he was being such a recluse. According to Sherman's reporting, Drudge said, I don't need to go out there and talk. So why did Matt Drudge just vanish? Well, let's dive in. I'm Chris Moody, and this is Finding Matt Drudge. How could the most powerful man in media basically just vanish from public life? From JMW Productions and iHeartMedia, this is Finding Matt Drudge. 
Brian Lamb, the founder of C-SPAN, used to have Matt Drudge on his morning talk show all the time. And then suddenly, Drudge stopped responding to his messages. Lamb has no idea why, but he does have theories. If he's doing this on purpose, being unavailable, because he wants to either get out of the spotlight or he wants to create an intrigue, he's done it. I'd love to interview him again, trust me. We've asked. And we get no response. I would ask him the obvious. The obvious questions to, to Matt Drudge is, where are you? What's your life like? Has the Drudge Report turned out to be what you hoped it would be? And why did you go underground? What led you to that? But people do, as you know, Chris, they go off the stage. And, and there's a whole bunch of them. And you never hear from them again. I wish you did, but they all just say, I'm out of here. You know? And so that may be the simplest answer. It's a question that baffles people to this day. Where is Matt Drudge? Where did he disappear to? Philippe Rhinus was the longtime aide to Hillary Clinton we met in a previous episode. He actually met Drudge in person at a White House Correspondents Weekend brunch in the early aughts. As a high-profile Democratic operative, Rhinus knew firsthand all about Drudge's power. The simplest answer is that he got sick of it. And I think every one of us can identify. It is not a healthy situation. It is not good for the soul. There are people who have good jobs, but even that probably takes a lot out of them, just in terms of fighting and negativity. And... You know, the speed of things has really accelerated. So it's possible he doesn't, might not like the, the pace. I would imagine because he was just done. But of course, Matt Drudge wasn't done. His site continued to churn out links. It did monster traffic, even after he stopped showing his face in public. People just expected Drudge not to show his face. His absence from the public stage simply became the norm. But that all changed on March 6, 2012. One of Drudge's first employees was an internet entrepreneur, editor, and conservative activist named Andrew Breitbart. Breitbart ran the site for Drudge several hours a day before breaking away to start his own website empire, Breitbart News. But in the middle of the Republican presidential primaries in 2012, Breitbart, only 43 years old, suddenly died of heart failure. His premature death came as a shock to his family, his friends, and devoted staff. On March 6, they gathered in Los Angeles to pay their final respects. Breitbart's old boss, Matt Drudge, was slated to speak at the service. Few people had seen him in years. Would he really show up to such a public place? Steve Bannon, who would go on to lead Breitbart's site after Andrew Breitbart's death, was at the service when he caught sight of Matt Drudge. Matt Drudge's appearance, Bannon recalled, was shocking. People had not seen Matt for years, and we're sitting there. Actually, the service starts. It's right at the cemetery. And, you know, I'm sitting in like the second or third row, off to the side to the right, and all of a sudden, somebody comes in and, and taps me on the shoulder, and he had wraparound sunglasses on, and I kind of, it didn't look like Matt Drudge, but I kind of felt it might be Matt Drudge. What did he look like? He looked, he looked like an Adonis. I mean, he was like in amazing shape. 
everybody told me because I hadn't known him before, but I had watched him when he had his show and I, you know, seen some pictures of him. He always looked like he was kind of a pudgy guy. That wasn't Matt Drudge. Matt Drudge was fully ripped. Despite his physique, Drudge was still wary about being in public. He told Bannon that he didn't want to get up and talk at the funeral. Matt tapped me on the shoulder, didn't make a big deal, and uh, just whispered to me. He says, hey, I don't really feel that comfortable speaking. If you guys don't mind, I said, hey, not a problem. You do, do what you want. Not, not an issue. And then Matt did not hold court afterwards. Didn't like go around, I'm Matt Drudge or something like that. Was off to the side. Larry O'Connor was an editor at Breitbart's website at the time who attended the funeral. He flew in that day and um, it was interesting because like we had recognized him and knew him, but he was just sort of sitting by himself and sort of keeping to himself before the service began. And I think it was Larry Solov's mother who came over to uh, me and Meredith and said, guys, go over and talk to Matt. No one's talking to Matt. (laughs) So we introduced ourselves and talked to him that day. Andrew Breitbart had died just days before the staff were planning a major redesign of their new site. Matt Drudge asked Larry what they would do with the site now that Breitbart was gone. He goes, well, what are you going to do with the site now? And we said, well, we're, we're of course, moving forward. We'll, we'll be launching in a few days and everything. And he goes, well, what are you going to call it? And it was just weird to us. It's like, well, of course we're going to call it Breitbart News. And he said, well, but how could you do that? Because Andrew's not going to be running it anymore. And we like, well, we believe that this is still his legacy and we want his name to, to go on. And uh, we want people to always know Andrew Breitbart's name, even if they didn't know Andrew Breitbart the man. And he said, oh, I could never do that. And we're like, really? He says, oh, yes, when I die, I just want Drudge to disappear. I want the site to disappear. And, and he sort of did a little thing with his hand, like it would just dissolve into the mist when Matt Drudge was no longer... Do you know where Matt Drudge is? If you have a great Matt Drudge story that can shed insight into the mysterious mogul and help us on our search, call us at 301-200-2414 and tell us about it. We may even air your message in the final episodes of the show. If you want us to credit you, please say so and leave your name. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Active's users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. 
Hurry to smileactives.com slash iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Andrew Breitbart's funeral had been scheduled on Super Tuesday, one of the most important days of the 2012 Republican presidential primary. Drudge might have taken time to attend the funeral, but he also had work to do. Here's Larry O'Connor. Greg Gutfeld was hosting a big wake, a big party to sort of celebrate the incredible life of Andrew. And it was supposed to be fun and joyful and because that's Andrew was fun and joyful and said, you know, at the end of the service, said, Matt, come on with us. We'll drive you over there and everything. And he goes, I, I can't. I got to go back to the hotel room. And I remember like, why? Come on. You got to come to the day. He said, it's Super Tuesday. I got to work. It's Matt Drudge. And like, how long has that site been up and running? And you'd think he could get somebody on the day of Andrew Breitbart's funeral to run the site on Super Tuesday, but um, either he just didn't want to be around a lot of people, or he was that dedicated to being on top of the news and writing the site in his voice that night. I don't know, but it was an interesting thing. And before people knew it, Drudge was out the door. He came and shook a few hands, stood in the back, you know, acknowledged a few people, I think, and then I think it left immediately for the airport. It was like 10 minutes of that didn't you know, he's not a guy who could come in and I'm Matt Drudge. He's not a guy who's going to hold court or get a line and people sign autographs or take, you know, selfies or things like that. It just doesn't seem like that's him. Still, his mere presence made an impact. Here's Carrie Pickett, a reporter who was there. For them, Matt Drudge's presence surprised him. When you were at the funeral talking to all of Andrew's friends, did Drudge's presence come up in conversations? Oh, sure, absolutely. They're like... Matt was here. Matt is here. I'm like, where is he? He's gone. Oh, okay. I'm like, did you see him? No. <laughs> yeah, it was almost like he uh, sort of didn't want to make the funeral about himself, but more than likely more about Andrew. He was sort of uh, elusive. He was sort of in and out in a flash. And that was it. Drudge was gone. As far as I can gather reporting this podcast... That was one of Drudge's last known big public appearances, if you can even call it that. His descent into extreme privacy continued into the 2010s. In 2013, Drudge sold his home in Miami Beach and moved away from town to a secluded compound hideaway in the far reaches of civilization near the Florida Everglades. During that same time, readers of Drudge's site began to notice a fascination with conspiracy theories. Drudge regularly started linking to websites that trafficked in fringe content. An investigation by the Liberal Center for American Progress in 2012 found that Drudge had linked to websites like Alex Jones' Infowars and WorldNet Daily, a site that constantly espoused the conspiracy theory that President Barack Obama wasn't born in the United States. 
The report noted that Drudge had linked to the sites nearly 200 times, directing viewers to sites where readers could explore content about how 9-11 was an inside job or crackpot ideas about how the federal government was planning to round conservatives up into internment camps run by FEMA. In December 2012, a 20-year-old shooter murdered 26 people at Sandy Hook Elementary School. 20 of the victims were children. It wouldn't be long before Alex Jones would call the massacre a false flag operation, a crusade against the victims' families that would result in a lawsuit that would cost him a billion dollars. Just before New Year's Eve in 2012, Drudge took to Twitter to publicly urge CNN to host Alex Jones in prime time. This was before Jones had made the comments about Sandy Hook, but his conspiracist views were already well known. And only a few weeks later, you know what happened? Piers Morgan welcomed Alex Jones on his CNN show in January 2013. And it went about exactly as you might imagine. 1776 will commence again if you try to take our firearms. Piers, don't try what your ancestors did before. Why don't you come to America? I'll take you out shooting. You can become an American and join the Republic. You finished? Matt Drudge and Alex Jones clearly admired each other. Two years later, while Alex Jones was filming his daily show on InfoWars, Matt Drudge walked into his studio in Austin, Texas, and gave one of the longest on-air interviews he'd ever given, which also happened to be one of his last. Alex Jones was shocked. It's amazing to have you here in Austin, Texas. You certainly know how to make an entrance. I'm in a 70-second break, and I turn around, and there's Matt Drudge, just boom. <laughs> I tell you, I almost had a heart attack. Drudge refused to show his face on air that day. Jones only showed a silhouette of Drudge wearing that fedora, and viewers heard just his voice. The interview turned out to be one of the deepest looks we have into the mind of Drudge. During this interview, Drudge outlined much about what he had learned in the decades in the press and his thoughts on the state of technology, of media, and politics. He congratulated Jones on building a media company independent of corporate structures. He bemoaned how boring and flat media organizations that he had once cherished had become. He longed for the internet to return to a place of dynamism, unpredictability, and danger that it once was. The internet allows you to make your own dynamic, your own universe. Drudge to me, when I look at it right now, is a correction to this groupthink. That has, oh, I totally agree with what you're no saying. There's no difference from any of these websites between a Slate or a Salon. What is the difference? There isn't any. Drudge celebrated and cherished his independence. His disconnection from the world was what gave him power, and he loved it. The insights from this interview gave us a vital look into this reasoning for him going underground. The media is trying to put us to sleep. And the reason I think the Drudge Report is interesting every morning is it's not exactly the same as you would see elsewhere. And that's because I'm not involved with other people. I'm looking at the world through my eyes, and that's what you're seeing. They've got no control over the situation. None. No control. No control over me, sorry. Zero. I live in a world that's free, colorful, vibrant, takes chances, bold, stands up to power. And that's where I've made my success. Drudge was proud of the fact that he had built his empire outside the establishment media infrastructure. 
It was this that bonded him with people like Alex Jones, who had done the same. Then, after 40 or so conspiratorial yet captivating minutes with Alex Jones, Matt Drudge was gone again, back behind the curtain of his website. The interview revealed what excited Matt Drudge. He was obviously drawn to independent voices, people who broke the mold, people who didn't care what people thought, who did their own thing. And then along came Donald Trump. Drudge's personal secrecy didn't slow down his impact. As the nation entered a new presidential race in 2016, this time between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, Drudge arguably entered one of his most influential periods. With the presidential campaign underway, Drudge's site became an increasingly supportive place for Trump's candidacy. Drudge consistently ran banner stories celebrating Trump's rise. By the end of the Republican primary, it was clear that Drudge was all in for Trump. This wasn't an accident. The Trump campaign had spent years making a concerted effort to woo him. Sam Nunberg was an aide to Donald Trump for years before Trump announced his presidential run in 2015. Nunberg knew how crucial Drudge's support would be helping Trump, and he worked to curry favorable coverage. I had known for a while that Drudge had an interest in Trump. I had heard from others who had met with him, I don't want to break their confidences, that Drudge was saying, well, if Donald runs, I'm going to be with Donald. Wouldn't it be great for Trump to run? Trump can win. Because he's a media fascination, the same way Drudge was. And um, Drudge was, you know, into the tabloids himself. Donald is a tabloid. <laughs> he's a living tabloid, right? Drudge was our New York Times. He was our Washington Post. It was our Newswire. It was the Newswire for Republican primary politics. If you wanted to control media in 2016, 2014, 2015, particularly in the Republican primary, you would do it through Drudge. You needed something to break through, something that our people were looking at. He has a hand on the pulse of the Republican populace. If you got a headline on Drudge, if you got a hyperlink, not even a headline, if you got a hyperlink on Drudge, you would be able to be sure that you're going to get the earned media. You're going to get free points on conservative talk radio, on TV, right? If you were getting hit hard by Drudge, you didn't have a chance. If you weren't getting any coverage by Drudge, I don't think you had a chance unless you had millions and millions of dollars to spend. Nunberg started working Drudge early. In 2013, when Trump visited Iowa, Trump gave an interview to Matt Boyle of Breitbart News with the hope that it would land on the Drudge Report. I remember in 2013, it's the first time I traveled with him, and I say, well, can we do an interview, uh, Mr. Trump, with Matt Boyle before you head to Iowa? And does he? He goes, sure, of course. Call him. He gives an interview about how he's going to Iowa. We land. When we land, and we're talking like, you know, less than a two-hour flight, the article's up, and it's linked on the top of Drudge. And I remember saying to Donald, we're on Drudge. We're on Drudge. Drudge, I think, really helped him get the coverage, even that weekend, to be a legitimate candidate. What did Donald Trump think of Matt Drudge? He said that he had met Matt in Mar-a-Lago. He always said, tell Matt I say hi. Said to me, smart guy, smart guy. 
and he was interested in the fact that aesthetically the website wasn't that pleasing looking and uh that you know it was interesting to him the power it had when it wasn't a shiny you know wasn't shiny in gold right i guess he was always interesting and um more in terms of the power that matt had he would ask me who were matt's friends who you know how do you influence matt more or how can we influence him and uh would ask me if he's getting the coverage from matt on certain articles he would say see if matt will put this up we'd send it and i'd say it was uh when i worked for him it was eight out of ten times that the link would go up on drudge report eventually Trump even started printing out screenshots of the Drudge Report and would scribble handwritten letters sent directly to Drudge. Sam, do you remember any instances um, and any strategies that you guys had to try to influence the Drudge Report and and make it a part of your campaign strategy? We emailed him directly multiple times. I would send emails to Drudge, updates. He wouldn't respond. I would CC Charlie Heard on them, who I think was the editor at that point I had heard. I would have notes. Donald would send attached them to the emails. Wait, when you say notes, you mean handwritten notes? Handwritten notes. What did the notes say? Fuck, Matt, look at this. Or it'd be a headline that Matt did, Matt, and he'd circle it, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. I'm working hard here. Something along those lines. You know what I mean? I'm sure Drudge loved those, right? Drudge thought he was making a president too. You know, the dirty little secret that we had was we made the media people that we needed, the influencers, feel as if they were part of this. In those early days of Trump's candidacy, you have to remember that Trump was not the beloved figure among Republicans that he grew to be later. People were skeptical of him, and some downright hostile. He needed all the help he could get. Here's Steve Bannon, who would go on to become a Trump campaign advisor and later his White House chief strategist. Trump had very little support in conservative ink and very little support in the Republican establishment. Fox was very anti-Trump at that time. Uh, you know, tried to take Trump out in the first debate with Megyn Kelly. You know, Drudge was very populist, uh, very nationalist. Most of conservative media were, you know, National Review, Weekly Standard, Daily Caller. They were all, you know, very negative on Trump. Drudge was not just positive on Trump, at least putting himself up, but it was also positive on the, on the populist nationalist movement, very much so. He's always been anti-establishment. He saw Trump as a very much an anti-establishment figure. Breitbart and Drudge got Trump through the through the uh, primary. Handwritten notes weren't the only things being sent to Drudge from the Trump campaign. Not long after Trump announced his presidential campaign in 2015, Roger Ailes, then the chairman and CEO of Fox News, shared polling data with Donald Trump, showing that he might just fare pretty well. Trump called members of his staff to share the news. Corey Lewandowski, Hope Hicks, and Sam Nunberg. Nunberg recalled the time that Trump intentionally leaked the positive data directly to Drudge. He called Hope, Corey, and me up to his office because he had just met with Ailes after his announcement, and Ailes told him that Fox News poll, and he said, do not anything leak it, Roger will be pissed. And then he called me back in, and he gave me the poll, and um, he gave me the numbers, and he told me, send this to Matt. Do you think Drudge was responsible for making Trump? I give Drudge more credit than any other media, including the billions of dollars of free media Donald would always get. I give him more credit. Donald's ultimately responsible for making Donald, right? Was he an important ingredient? 100% he was. Drudge started attending presidential debates. By the time the general election rolled around, 
he had moved from the audience to backstage, watching the debates with Trump campaign operatives as though he were a member of the campaign himself. In the 2016 debate between Trump and Hillary Clinton in Las Vegas, Drudge joined campaign staffers Steve Bannon, David Bossie, and Jared Kushner, and others to watch the debate. Here's Bannon. Matt showed up and actually sat in the room with us and watched the uh, and watched the debate. He just appeared out of nowhere. He sat with campaign staffers. Yeah, he sat with Jared, myself, Jared, mm-hmm. myself, Bossie. Just came in, didn't say a word. Hey, Matt, <laughs> good to see you. Had the hat on. Just sat down and he watched the debate. I don't remember him ever saying a word. And then he, uh, you know, I went to go get the president or the, you know, the candidate. And I think Matt left shortly thereafter. I think Jared, had probably, he probably gave Jared a heads up, but he came in. It was only four or five of us. I think it was Kellyanne, myself, Jared. I think Avaka might have been there, Dave Bossy. Matt came in, sat down, said hi, but I mean, a real quiet, quiet like nod because the thing had already started. And then uh, I left a few minutes before the end to get uh, right at the closing statements to make sure we could get the pick up the candidate. And uh, I think Matt just slipped down and left shortly thereafter. Mm, that's very on brand for him to come, you know, quietly in and quickly out. That's him. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com slash iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. The Trump campaign staff weren't the only ones to notice that Drudge had slipped backstage. Hillary Clinton and her staff saw him too. Philippe Rhinus was walking into the secure area of the debate hall, well past Secret Service, and there unmistakably was Matt Drudge 
wandering around without any credentials as if he owned the place. Here's Rhinus. The motorcade, we left the hotel. Everyone piles out. It was always like a party tent, but narrow. You know, by definition, if you're being led through there, it is probably for security reasons. I would have thought it was strange if he was ahead of us walking in, but it was it was also the walking out. I remember we got out of the motorcade and we're walking into the chute and Matt Drudge was coming out. He was coming out without any credentials. It was almost as if Barack Obama was walking out. It was almost like he had done what he went to do and then was leaving, which I'm not sure what that could possibly be. He was wearing the hat, so it's pretty easy to identify. Were you walking in with the candidate, with Hillary Clinton? Yes. Clinton's staff were baffled. Where he was coming out of was a highly controlled area. It was where both candidates entered into the venue. It would have been, again, I mean, when you once you become the nominee, which both at that point, Hillary and Donald Trump were, you've got a, almost a presidential level security package. It's not identical. There's no bomb truck at the back. It's for all intents and purposes, pretty similar. And it's not as if you just show up and there's no pre-positioned agents. You have advanced agents. So it was just straight. The number of people that must have let him through, it's more than zero. And I don't know. Now, again, maybe because he was exiting, people don't think, but it was odd. It was odd. I just don't know how he pulled it off. It was without a doubt sloppy. It was without a doubt a violation of a lot of things for some guy to just be walking at, you know, the candidate. I didn't get any sense that he knew. He was just angry. But it was weird. But he's not Dan Rather. You know, I bet Dan Rather would have been stopped. After that, Drudge's intimacy with the campaign only grew. By election night, Trump's top brass were calling him, asking for advice. And Matt Drudge gave it. Here's Bannon. We felt pretty comfortable. Jared and I thought we had a pretty good handle on this. About and That's why if you see the pattern of where we sent Trump in the last week, you know, we were very confident we were going to squeak this thing out, right? And I particularly was very focused on piercing the blue wall mm-hmm. in Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. And um, so I think it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon. I think they come in at 4 and 5, or maybe it's 5 o'clock and 6. When the exit polls first came came out, we got a guy sent them to us from one of the broadcastings. We got them, and Jared and I are sitting there, and we're in this thing. We call it the crack den. It was the sixth floor of Trump Tower, and so Jared and I are off there, and we're feeling pretty good at what we're hearing during the day. And then the exit polls come, and uh, I think we were up in Iowa by a point, and I think we were up in Ohio by a point, dead even or up by a point. We were getting blown out everywhere else. I mean, blown out in Florida, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, uh, Michigan. It was it was not 400 electoral votes, but it was, according to the the um, those polls, those exit polls, this was a landslide for Hillary Clinton. And so, in looking at that, Jared and I looked at each other, and he goes, "What do you think?" I go, "God, I don't. I'm not sure about these exit polls. I knew the one on Kerry was wrong, but I said I don't feel it, and I don't." 
think that we've gotten information today that really, you know shows us this bad. Jared goes, what do you think? I go, I don't know, what do you think? He goes, let me call Drudge. <laughs> so he calls Drudge and puts him on the speaker. We're sitting on the balcony, you know, it's freezing out there. This is of Trump Tower. And and Drudge just goes, I mean, it was it was really great because he treated us like, you know, small children. He goes, hey, fuck that. He said, that's just corporate media. He says, this is bullshit. He says, don't believe any of that. It just drop it. Don't even think about it. Don't worry. Just do whatever you guys got to do. Just do it. Don't. That's just corporatist media. These guys are always wrong. The exit polls are all bullshit. It's to psych people out. Click out. Turns out Matt Drudge was right. Despite all the punditry leading up to election night that said Hillary Clinton would not only win the election, but win it decisively, Trump, as we know, defeated her that night and went on to become president. Matt Drudge's bet on this anti-establishment long-shot candidate paid off. After Trump was elected, Drudge visited the White House and dined with the president. He held meetings with top White House officials, particularly Jared Kushner. Beyond Twitter, Trump wasn't much of an internet user, but he knew that Drudge mattered. Here's Steve Bannon, who took on a role within the White House as chief strategist. But he respected Matt Drudge and uh, knew that Matt Drudge was a powerful guy and a guy that you had to, that you should, you know, try to develop a relationship with. Sean Spicer, Trump's spokesperson in 2017, remembered seeing Drudge at the White House. There was this sort of attempt to create a friendship and a kinship between the two. Drudge came in a couple times for dinner with the president. Uh, you know, was very cordial with uh, my interactions with him. Uh, he had come in as a guest to Jared Kushner. Uh, Jared brought him in to, to obviously build a relationship with the president. Trump still valued the idea that Matt Drudge uh, and his site were a place that was powerful, especially among the center-right crowd. People can debate Drudge's role in helping to elect Trump. Obviously, it didn't hurt to have his support. During the campaign, Drudge's site defended Trump, even in his worst moments. And that mattered. And yet, shortly into Trump's administration, Drudge's tone started to change. The fawning headlines became increasingly rare. Something about Drudge's attitude toward Trump was shifting. Early in 2017, Drudge made a surprise appearance on AM talk radio with right-wing host Michael Savage in what was his last broadcast interview. Drudge started to show concern with the administration he helped birth and wondered whether Trump himself was to blame. Here's Drudge. And we're trying to save this young Trump administration. I do think there is a crisis on many fronts. Is some of it of his own making? It was the beginning of the end of the relationship between Drudge and Trump. Soon, Drudge and his site would turn outright hostile against Trump. But why? In the next episode of Finding Matt Drudge, I'll try to answer the question that everyone is still trying to figure out. Why exactly did Matt Drudge turn against Trump? His decision had consequences. It cost Drudge dearly with his conservative readers and fans. Join us as we travel to Florida and back to D.C. in search of Matt Drudge. I'm Chris Moody, and this is Finding Matt Drudge. Remember to call us at 301 301- 
800-200-2414 if you have a great tip or a great Matt Drudge story. We'll track down the tips for the final episodes of the show. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Thursday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com slash iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.